Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, I have two things I want to talk about. Okay. One, it's so nice recording in this beautiful office of yours Aww. and not the basement. <laughs> <laughs> the dark basement. So you guys, so when we first started recording the podcast, we were recording in the basement of Small Dog Realty, which was nice and quiet. But it's but... not like a finished basement. A basement could be so many different things. This was no. mildewy basement. <laughs> no, and we were like trying to video it because we were, in a, and it was like, there was, we, we didn't even try to take files. pictures and we're like, we take a picture. We're like, no, we can't. And signs everywhere. <laughs> so this beautiful clean oh. office is amazing. Remember the lighting that had like the stabby arms yes. that was like, we're going to stab ourselves in the eyeballs when we go by. We had lighting because it was dark. Recording in like a four by four little space. And yeah. yeah, it was tiny. But, okay. Number two. Okay. Your son is so adorable and he's not even, he's not adorable. He's a man now. He's a man child. Yeah. I haven't seen him since last summer. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He's huge. He's six inches taller than me. I'm glad I'm wearing my giant heels today. Yeah, he's, he's super huge and he's, his voice is changing. Yeah, he's so damn handsome. He's so handsome. I, his eyebrows. I would give anything for those eyebrows. Oh man, we have you to know? like glue ours color on. mine in. <laughs> he has like these massive, you know, the good eyebrows that we try to like have, you know, they're thicker. It's cooler to be thicker eyebrows right. nowadays. It's good. I wonder, it's con- I give it five years and we'll go back to the Pamela Anderson eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's when I ruined my eyebrows back in like yeah. 2000s, plucking too yeah, much. And plucking now too much. Now I have a line. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I, whenever we get together, we, we kind of touch base a little bit about the hard things we've been going through and the good things. Right. But, you know, building a team and dealing with people is super tough. It's really tough because we're the leaders and we have to be on. And I went through about a month where I was just off. I had a terrible, terrible transaction. Yeah. And it just was ripping me apart. My sellers were losing their minds. Basically, we were supposed to close. A week before closing, the buyer walked. Mm -hmm. And it was a giant transaction. I had both sides of it. So I felt awful about it. Mm. I'm not doing dual agency again. Never. I think it's a horrible idea. It's a horrible idea. I've had nothing but great experiences with it because I was in control of everything. Thing. Yeah. And all the communication went through me. So it was really, really easy. I didn't have to deal with anybody else. But all it takes is that one bad one. I haven't, there's another agent in our office that will never do dual agency either. And I yeah. totally respect him for it. And I have buyer's agents now. Yeah. So I can give it to them. Totally. And, and they're going to die happy. Exactly. And this was a $2 million <laughs> transaction. So yeah. I should have given it to them and still get my cut. Yeah. Or yeah. give it away to somebody else and take a referral. Totally. I'm curious to hear other top agents talk about that and see if they do dual agency because I think once you do it once, it's not worth it. Yeah. But because of that transaction, I was just off and time for me to get back on. And it's hard to manage a team with ups and downs of it. Yeah, it's it's super hard because, I mean, the, the, the hardest part about any business is obviously the people, the employees part of it. And we certainly know that businesses have struggled so hard the last few years with employees. I've been blessed with employees and being able to get employees. 
But I have run the gamut when it comes to having people on my team that were drilling holes in my boat, you know, and like not even not even not rowing it, like literally drilling holes in it. You and had one that was actually, yeah, sledgehammer through the boat. Sledgehammer. And then, you know, I've had people that just used me in order to facilitate them, you know, peeling off and going and trying to go be a lender themselves with like zero knowledge. You know, it feels awful. You try to keep it all business and all professional, but at the end of the day, it just feels awful. It is personal though too, because you spend so much time together. You spend so much time on the phone. You really build them and teach them. It's it you is, invest it, in them. I know. I really try to keep it professional as well, but it's hard. It's super, super hard because you're not only investing in them financially, but you're investing in them emotionally. You're telling them everything. You're spending so much time with them. And you care. You and want them to be I successful. care. Yeah, I really, really do care. And I... You know, I've tried to build this team as an opportunity for women to have a, a chance at this as a career. You know, I didn't really think that people would use it as a way to to get at me or to take business away from me. So, you know, and I actually just I actually just fired somebody recently that they had sold themselves in their interview as they were like God's gift to loans. In fact, when we were done with our interview, both Sari and I said I'm pretty sure this girl knows more about mortgages than we do combined. Like we were, we were actually kind of uncomfortable about it. And Sari said, she came to me later. She's like, I'm worried I'm going to lose my job because she knows so much more than me. And I'm like, girl, I think she knows more than I do. And I'm like, we'll just try it out. Well, it turns out she didn't know Jack about Jack. Nothing. She knew nothing. It was horrible. She wrote really, really, really bad loans. It. We were like hustling to try to keep them above water. We all, you know, Angel and I put our heads together. We were able to keep everything afloat, but dang, it was bad. And, you know, so I mean, that's, I mean, she just bald faced lied. She just lied. And so what do you do with that? I mean, that, that's another set of emotions. That's just like, just plain flat pissed. You know, because you're putting all, I mean, it's not just, it's not just wage, it's IT, it's plane tickets, it's hotel rooms, and, and then all your time and your trust. There's so much time that goes into training too. Mm -hmm. I'm finally in a place now with my buyer's agents. They're kind of on autopilot where yeah, they'll check in. Good. They'll like pick my brain about stuff and call and let me know what's going on. But I'm not, I'm past the training part. Yeah. And of course, their training never ends. Ever. Yeah, never. For me either or you, we're mm -mm. always learning. But it's really great to just see them thriving. And I yeah. really, really enjoy one of my agents. She's had a lot of medical problems with her family. Yeah. And the amount of debt they had from medical loans is just crazy. Yeah. So we went over uh, their goal setting and like my goal this year is to get all your medical bills paid off this year. Yeah. I'm going to, I want you to sell enough homes and I want it. She's got a, one of her daughters is getting married in July. I'm like, I want it done by July. Yeah. And she's like, there's no way. There's no way. This is such a big hole. We've been working on this for a decade. I'm never going to get out of this. I'm like, guess we are. Yeah. And she's so close. She's halfway there. Oh, cool. That's lots of time then. Yeah. We still got lots of time. Mm -hmm. And that lifts me up more than me doing those sales. Yeah. It really, truly gets me going. That, That's good. That I'm going to change her, help her change her life. But I'll let you know, just because I've had a team longer than you. Yes. Oh. Be prepared because it's, and it doesn't ever not hurt. Somebody will eventually will try to attack you, hurt you, sue you, um, all different things that they can do. Loyalty has a timeline. It does. People will be loyal for a long time and then suddenly they just can't. I've told myself that a million times 
mentally or like in my brain, like, oh, I, I understand that, but it hasn't happened to me yet. And I know it'll crush me when it yeah. actually happens. Yeah. Like, oh, I know, like, I'm just setting these guys up that eventually they'll have their own teams and they'll be off doing something else. And I say that out loud, but when it actually happens, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. 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 It is. And it's, it, it's even really hard when, when they've even done something bad because even if they've had a fireable offense, because us just being, we, we see the good in people and we're like, we will try to rationalize or I'll try to rationalize it and say, you know, is this really a fireable offense? Is this something that we can just discuss and we can give them, you know, some sort of consequence and then we can move forward from it? Or, you know, and generally people, they can't, they can't change who they are. People show up who they are and you should believe them the first time that they tell you. Um, right, and we can't change people. No. We can help them and assist them, but it, or no one can change me either. It's on me no. to change myself to be a better person. Yeah, you know, and I find myself with, a lot of this stuff that's happened. I mean, I've probably gone through 25 people in four years. I mean, that's a lot of people. And that's, I mean, I've only had one person quit. So, I mean, I've had to terminate a lot of people. And, yeah. you know, so, and it sucks, but I've terminated people for reasons and I've had to do it non-emotionally. And I go home and I tell my husband, I'm like, I'm just done. I'm done giving to these people. I'm done investing in them. I'm done spending my money on them. I'm done putting them on airplanes. I'm done, you know, all these things that I do for my team. I'm just done. I'm getting really bitter. They should just show up and do their goddamn work or they can get the fuck out. <laughs> like literally, like that's where I'm at. And he's like, you cannot be like that. And you're so not like that though. You're saying no. that like you just took your team to Arizona. Yeah. So you're still there. Yeah, I'm still there. But I mean, I feel <laughs> the last time this situation happened, I was like, I think I understand why Uncle Scrooge, like why Scrooge felt the way that he was just right. like bitter. I, I feel Bitter. the same way about like older agents and how sometimes they're so awful to work with. But you get burned enough times by either yeah. even buyers, sellers, people you've worked yeah, with, other newbie agents. agents. <laughs> yeah, that you're just like, no, I'm going to be a hard ass. Yeah. And I'm finding myself being a little bit harder with my sellers and not mean or anything like that. Just the more direct I am, the better. I don't need mm -hmm. to be their best friend. And right. also making my heart feel better by you not know, getting as connected. I love that saying you can get bitter or you can get better. And I think that that's great because I was finding myself getting super bitter. And I talked to a girlfriend of mine and um, who's a like absolute beast lender. Her name is Adriana Bates in, um, in Kansas City. And she was like, you know, what? I'm done with those. But I'm done with I'm done with employees, too. She's like she gave them all like a Gucci bag. Is that right? A Gucci? Yeah. yeah. It's a Gucci. Are, I'm pretty sure those are expensive. She, she gave, cheap, she so. gave everybody, I, I mean, I've never had a Gucci bag. No. So she gave everybody a Gucci bag and she still had people that had, had left and weren't loyal and everything. And she's like, I'm done. I'm done with people. I hate them all. I just want them to show up and do their goddamn job. I'm not your friend. And I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. I do, but I can't get myself going in the morning with that mentality. Exactly. I'm going to hate my life. I'm going to hate my job. I'm going to, you know, I just, I just can't. So I think we just have to just continue to set ourselves up for heartbreak over and over and over again and, and know that our hearts are going to get broken. Yep. But the good people that have come through, the are people so that are so loyal and they're so honest and they're not here to attack you or take things from you or try to take money out of your or food out of your kid's mouth and like just the good people that are here to do their job and they're, want it, they're good people. I said that 500 times. <laughs> um, all worth it. Yep. You know? So with your team and there being such a 
problem with getting employees right now. How are you? Are you looking to hire? Are you pretty settled right now? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in a great spot. Uh, Honestly, we have whittled down. um, We just trimmed the fat is what I called it. Um, And we've whittled it down. We, we, We blew it out to get as many people as possible to see what everybody else is doing. And then I've brought it back down to the core players the people that are the highest producers, the ones that are the least drama, the ones that just are the core producers. So we had 13. We're down to eight, I think now. So you're super efficient. Yes, just super efficient, low drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really great. Like no drama, which I love that. Yeah, I can't handle the drama. I can't do it. I I can't do it. I can't, and I can't handle the lying or the deceit. Um, It just doesn't, it's not how I think. I don't operate that way. So honestly, I don't see it coming. One thing that's hard too, and I'm really lucky there, is work ethic. It's, you just don't know what people's work, work ethic's going to be. And they can be super personable, have yeah. all the right skills. But that's one place where I'm just crazy lucky there. They have that internal motivation. Yeah. And my people that work with me are still independent contractors, which is right. great. So they... They got to hustle for their they own. They got to hustle. And it's hard mm-hmm. to stay the, keep the motivation when you work for yourself sometimes. It is. And you know... Um, the most recent one that I that I terminated, she could sell ice to Eskimos. She was the sweetest little thing. She was super friendly and bubbly. And I mean, just loved the heck out of her. But she didn't know how to spell mortgage, you know? And I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh. But how do you know that ahead of time? Like you ask them all these questions and people are like, oh yeah, I know that. You know, I did this all day long. VA is my specialty, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I call the references, but who's going to give you a bad reference? Nobody's ever going to give you a reference that's going to say something bad about you. Totally. So I called references and, and I actually, always do. You can get in trouble too for that. Just being a landlord, I have to be super, super careful. Is it slander? Basically, yeah. Oh. So you have to be super, super careful to say I wouldn't rent to them again. Oh. That's or that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, I would love that. Yeah. I would. I mean, that's a great question. Would you ever hire this person back? That's the only, that's like the number one question. Would you hire them again? And it's just a real quick yes or no. Yep. And then they don't need to give like, like into the details. You can of blink drama. twice for no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's just hard. It's hard. But you know, it's worth the investment investing in these people. Don't be like Scrooge. Don't get bitter and nasty and, and crawl in your hole. And because people have hurt you, you know, the better you do, the bigger target you're going to have on your back. And, you know, I, I think I've tried to reevaluate when I've had people that have wanted to, you know, leave and go do what it is that I do. I'm trying to reevaluate it in my mind and say, hmm, I inspired somebody to want to do what it is I do. I, um, Godspeed, trying to sell a 6.5% interest rate in this market when you're brand new. Godspeed. But, you know, I, I'm trying to wrap my head a little bit differently. I mean, I had to leave at some point, at one point too. I think there's a classy way to do that. And uh, it matters long term. So... Keep that in mind, people that are thinking about that. Yeah, absolutely. What what advice would you give to other people who are building a team? What's the one thing you would tell them? (sighs) Definitely do disc profiles. Definitely learn about what a disc profile is. Make sure that as a leader, you're not hiring people that are high Ds. They will compete against you. They will try to lead against you. Um, It's just their nature. They're not being bad people. It's just what they do. It's their nature. And if you don't want that kind of competition in your office, you don't want to hire them. Other great advice is you know, 
your intuition knows. You can feel it. You can feel it when you're in a meeting with, with, with your team. You can feel the energy and you need to listen to that energy and operate on it before something goes wrong. I completely agree. And this is where I'm trying to just be a better person. And I'm starting to turn down listings because I, I mean, I think it's a privilege to get to that point. But when you just feel the energy you know where, where it's going to go right away. Yeah. And I think sometimes being a bad guy up front will make everything easier. And I want to be such a yes person. I can do anything. Yeah. I'm, I want to work with everybody and make everything perfect. And Right. But sometimes saying no really makes you a better person, not a, not a bad person. Yeah. You need to, you need to guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not be not fair to somebody, but you know, I've, I've had that many, many times when I was in a conference room doing a morning meeting and feeling bad energy from someone and it's been correct every single time. And so I think if you do feel bad energy from somebody to just bring them right in and say, what am I feeling off of you? I, I feel, I feel that you're not in the boat with me yep. rowing and I don't feel like I have total buy-in from you and keep asking why, why, why keep digging deeper and getting into the, into that onion to find the truth of the matter. Because what you're going to find is you have somebody who's not invested, they're invested into themselves. And we need team players that are invested into the team and put the team first. That's part of our core values. 100%. All right, girl. Well, hire some people, but do so carefully. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.